Hey, all welcome to the Common Good Podcast. Super special day around here talking to the county commissioner-elect uh, from Dauphin County, uh, Justin Douglas, who last night uh, shocked the world of county commissioners, the world of county, <laughs> the world of county commissioners uh, in, uh, in the area known as Hershey, Pennsylvania, to a lot of us um, in that area of Pennsylvania. In Harrisburg, yep, yep. Justin yeah. uh, won the county commissioner race. Um, one of three people who were elected last night and uh, a bit of a shocker, Justin, congratulations that a Democrat and somebody new to politics like you pulled off a win. Yeah, it's uh, well, we're, we're, we're just going to pump the brakes for a quick second and just say, right. you know, we, we, uh, uh, as of last night, we're ahead by 42 votes and there's 42. a process in which all of the votes need to be counted. And um, there are things such as provisional ballots and overseas ballots that are going to come in. Um, but we're really confident with our position, you know, in the sense of like what we've accomplished is already unprecedented and historic for our county. And I'm, uh, you know, uh, not declaring victory. We're just we're just declaring that, you know, this is uh, uh, no one expected this from us. I think there's a lot of people still very shell shocked about it. And I don't and I want to make sure that when I say no one expected this from us. I think no one expected this from the voters and that's too bad that's right. because when we, when we have candidates that champion the people, the people turn out and we. Yeah. Justin's in his car, as you can probably imagine, because things have gotten busy for somebody uh, even at a County commissioner level to, to, to win a race. Justin's making a great point that we often say this, that a candidate won, but it's not like a candidate was doing something right. It's not, I mean, politics are a little different than a game. It's not as if you scored a winning goal in the last moment or stopped someone. Voters did a thing. Other other human yeah. beings did a thing, and those yep. those people did that thing where more than vote a few. Now, I'm sure a lot of people were refreshing their browser last night uh, as I was sitting on the couch, and my wife is like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, well, I'm refreshing my browser. Uh, and then this morning I see this. Um, so this is the Dauphin County 2023 uh, General Municipal Races uh, page. And uh, it at the top it says shaded rows show winners per unofficial results because they need to certify them. Because yeah. what we do in this country, yeah. right, Justin, is we have elections and then people count them and then they certify them. And then people stop complaining about it. That's that's America. Theoretically. Yeah, that's, that's America. Uh, I did yeah. send Justin a funny text at like, I don't know, seven, eight o'clock or something when there was like 3%, 1% in and he was ahead. And I said, I tell him to stop the vote, stop the count. Uh, just declare <laughs> now. Declare now after the mail-ins have come in. You're good. Yeah, yeah, I just <laughs> declare now. But you pulled it off. And um, those numbers didn't change from last night. The 26,821 for you mm -hmm. and then the next person. Uh, Chad Saylor, who was a sitting commissioner. Is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. All three of the incumbents were, were there. So, yeah. I mean, you, mm -hmm. Not only did you as an outsider win, not only you as a Democrat, which is unusual in the county commissioner race there in Dauphin County win, but mm -hmm. you replaced someone who had the, the power of, of incumbency. Um, yep. Had 26,779 votes. So it's 47 votes uh, different. So 42. Say, 42. Thank you. Yeah, 42, if people yeah. say to themselves, maybe my vote doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. Our little podcast might have bumped half of those 42 people. Uh, into, Seriously. Into or every yes. door you knocked on may have done it. Every uh, conversation somebody have, every billboard you put up. 
So, um, all right. Uh, so, so tell me this. Um, I, I do want to talk about what you're going to do as county commissioner and all that because it's important. But I'm super into the, the machinations of all this. You don't, yeah. obviously, you're, this is not the kind of race where you have a m- big campaign, but where were you last night and how were you getting the information of how the votes were coming in? Was it the same way that we were refreshing a browser or like <laughs> just, just walk us back a few hours from, I don't know, eight o'clock when polls closed there in uh, the Harrisburg area. of yeah. So polls closed and me and my buddy, Steve, who's been a part of the campaign, went and got dinner mm-hmm. and then we headed to a party that was being hosted um and so at that party all of the countywide slate was there and other candidates local candidates and such and so we um just had an opportunity to kind of sit back and say hey we did everything we could you know all of us kind of just um it's been a it's been a lot you know it's been a lot of hard work i mean i don't think people understand you know to win in november you start in march and i mean there's people who start even earlier than march i started late um and so it's like this has been eight months of my life that every week i'm thinking about this in some capacity and in the last you know few months every day and every hour and so um it's a lot and then just to kind of sit back and in some ways just celebrate the end was was you know what we were doing and then as we're watching the results come in um one of my campaign people took a video of me as i hit I, i was on my phone i was just on my phone hitting refresh we yeah. didn't have like a screen up or anything. Uh, and uh, and I hit refresh and I saw we were waiting for that last batch to come in because the last batch comes in from the northern part of the county, which is primarily red. Um, and we knew that that was going to be the separator. And we we were just like, how much of a separator is that going to be? Like, is it going to is it going to knock us off third place in essence, you know? Um, and so we were prepared for that, but we were shocked by the numbers we were seeing. Like I had already outperformed any other challenging candidate in the history of Dauphin County at that, at that, Mm. um, you know, seat prior to those ones even coming in, like we had more, we had more votes and we were just like, this is amazing. The the vote total was pretty like crazy. And then some of the gaps that were happening, um, in some of just the more like inside internal data was interesting. Um, so, so then when I hit refresh and I saw that I won by 42 votes, uh, I have a video of it. Um, and I'm just pretty much in a parking lot. Uh, I was outside. I just had to step out to get air, hit refresh. And I'm just like, did this just, we, did we just, how did this happen? It was just more like, I mean, I think, you know, one of the things we thought about putting the word surprise in the press release and we chose not Mm -hmm. to, but it was just funny because it's like, it's okay to be surprised. I mean, you put all this work in and you, you sometimes feel like the game's rigged against you. You know what I mean? Um, And it is surprise. It's emotional to, to to here's the deal it's it's almost like this wave of of um of hope and not because i won but because i'm like man we we can really do this like when when people come together share share a vision you know for connecting with voters you know we were told multiple times no one's ever won dauphin county on social media um and we tried to utilize social media in a in a way that was engaging. Um, and I don't think we won because of that. We won because of voters, but we also connected with voters in a new way that I think a lot mm-hmm. of Dauphin County, you know, people haven't. And then, you know, we were told you're never going to win if you run off prison reform. Uh, you can't win off that. People don't vote. People don't turn out and vote on prison reform. And I'm like, when we chose to take out my billboard, 
we could have taken out a billboard with my face and my name massive like almost every other candidate does but we took out a billboard that said 18 prisoners have died since 2019 vote for change um and people were like no one's gonna actually vote for change on that no one's gonna show up and it's like i think they will though like i think people want to see a candidate that sincerely is running on changing these systems that have been broken for a long time and um and I just think people are looking for authenticity. The amount of Republicans that voted for me, we'll see what the autopsy looks like on, on the back end once we get all the numbers in. But like, you know, I have a lot of Republicans in my area where I live and I knock their doors and I talk to them. And, you know, I think we had a good number that came over to vote for me. And I mean, um, and you, you had think, to basically, right? If you count the numbers up of yeah. people, how they identify, how they previously voted, all that. You, you yeah. can't well, win without people who have identified as Republicans or vote for Republicans typically did something different yeah. because they treated you as an exception to their to their voting rule. Yeah, the challenge is in our county, we actually have a 13,000 or 11 to 13,000 vote plurality of Democrats in Dauphin County. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, this county went heavy for Shapiro. Um, but the thing is, they, they don't often turn out for general for for municipal elections and so municipal elections we tend to see a spike in republicans and so so i also don't want to take away from a few other factors like uh, i am i want to be the last to take credit the voters get credit first um but then there's also a few other things that were happening on the top of the ballot you had uh mccaffrey uh beck uh, uh lane and wolf these are all judges that you know mccaffrey especially has a, a significant um you know in the pennsylvania supreme court and that that was primarily, you know, drove out um, people to vote who were concerned about um, abortion issues. And so um, and then the bottom of the ballot and I'm not trying to say bottom, but I guess like the school board parts of the ballot um, throughout the county, um, there were some very, um, very active school board races that um, turned out people who wanted, I think, common sense school board members and that those people I think ended up breaking blue. And so um, all of that had a big influence. I mean, especially when you think of 42, it's, it's just really funny because my kids, um, the second half of the day, you know, it's, it's crazy. I went to like 20 some polls yesterday and I'm just driving around every 30 minutes to a different poll, greeting people who are working. And, and I had my daughter with me all day till about one o'clock and then my son from about one to four. And then I came home, dropped him off and I just told my wife, I'm like, if you guys want to, you could go to, cause the kids wanted to do something, but I was like, they can't really go back to the city with me. Like it's going to be a lot going on and I'm not going to, they're not, they're not going to have the capacity for it. And it's going to be till late. We just already know it's going to be till late. So, um, so they went to my polling precinct where I voted in the morning at 7am and handed out literature. And it's just funny. My son's like, dad, you won by 42 votes. I handed out way more than 42 flyers. <laughs> in the I love how he's and, thinking. And, he's doing the math. Yeah. I love it. And what's funny is like that literally could have been the difference maker because totally. any of those, my, my district is 80% Republican. So the area where I live. And so, um, so like if, you know, for every one that voted that might have been a Republican, that is almost like a two-point conversion because it takes really? one off the table and puts one on the table for me. So I just say all that to say every single thing we did, There's, I look back and I'm like, that could have been the difference. That could have been the difference. And the truth of it all is it's all of it. It's all the people who supported. It's all the people who helped. And it's, you know, it's not lost on me that, you know, my campaign raised $10,000. That's what we spent, a little over $10,000. Um, awesome. They spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
they they raised and spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and um this is just a reminder that money does have a lot of influence but ultimately your vote is your vote you don't have to vote with people who have all the money like you can do your research and you can show up informed and you can vote for the person who's going to be there for the people and um and it's just a testament to to that i think how has how has it changed already this morning? Like, what what's the difference between <laughs> between today? Uh, like, we had you on the podcast two weeks ago, I think. So this isn't different. This is old school for you, you know, being a common good candidate and all talking to us. But how, yeah. how else is it? How else has it changed in the, you know, already? Uh, who who are you hearing from or not well, hearing from? <laughs> my phone's blown up. Uh, like I'm, I'm just trying and, and some of that's just friends, but a lot of it's also media. You know, I've got a lot of media requests. Um, and I just want to emphasize I'm here with you right now. Um, you know, because you're someone who gave me a platform to talk about this race. And obviously we had a relationship. I've supported mm-hmm. vote common good for, for, for a time. Uh, when you guys come local, I'm always around and helping mm-hmm. organize things, but, um, you know, it's interesting to see how many local news outlets are now very interested in talking to me that, <laughs> you know, when my candidacy was, was a little more of the, uh, the underdog, that's very unlikely to, uh, to make any progress, um, that there wasn't as much interest. So, you know, we'll, we'll get to them, but, uh, we're definitely starting with the people who, um, were interested in hearing about what we were doing, yeah. you know, back before we were successful. And, and again, obviously, that we're, we're charting this as success, no matter what the outcome we've, we, we, we have a process now of election, uh, you know, attorneys, and I might end up spending more on attorney's fees than I did on my campaign, <laughs> but, um, but, is but that, here does, we are. Is, you know, that, is that paid for by your campaign? Does the democratic party help with that? Do you have to fundraise for that? How, who, who so we're fundraising. Sure you we're, we're fundraising for that now, but I think now that I've, you know, now that the people have, have shown who they want in this seat, I think there's going to be a lot more access to funding that wasn't necessarily there during my candidacy. Um, And so we'll, we'll see what that looks like, but ultimately we, um, we, we, we feel, you know, like we, here's the deal. I believe in transparency and accountability when it comes to our elections. And in the end, um, like I want to be patient. I could totally come on here right now and just like, you know, pound my chest and, and say victory yeah. maybe, but, um, I just think there's, there's, there's value in taking time and saying, let's make sure everything's right. Let's make sure every vote counts because every vote in this County deserves to count, whether it's a provisional ballot, whether it's one of our men or women overseas who voted from there. And, you know, it's going to take some time to get here. Um, those are all things that I think matter. And I believe that process will be, finalized Monday. That's not when it'll be certified, but I believe that's when, you know, those votes will be, um, in essence, uh, start like those, those, those will be, uh, processed and things is, will is there start a to make more clarity. Is, is there a recount stuff at a County commissioner level and municipal places when things so are apparent, Yeah. So we're still, to be honest, um, I got two hours of sleep last night. And mm-hmm. uh, I've been told about a, a lot of different things. So I don't want to speak okay. with like certainty on any, on anything, yeah. but what I will say is I believe every, um, every race is technically recounted. Um, or at least there's, there's um, the, the, the certification process goes through yeah. some an type of in, ensuring and auditing measures. Um, so 
So the question will be, you know, how much of a legal process the um, the incumbent that um, is oh, behind okay. wants to <laughs> wants sure, to yeah. wants to make it, and and assuming that they want to make it a very legal process, um, we could be looking at a lot of legal fees. Um, but assuming they maybe see the writing on the wall and um, maybe don't want to do that, uh, we would be able to, you know, maybe avoid some legal fees. So we're just kind of waiting to see what. Um, what happens Monday and then from there kind of what, you know, transpires next. 42 votes. Uh, super, uh, super amazing. Hey, people, you know, on, on election days like yesterday, people nationally and all over are trying to find little data points to indicate something else. Lots of vote results are also indicators of other things. I'm guessing there in Pennsylvania, people are tallying up when when republicans did less well than they should when democrats did better than expected that kind of thing mm-hmm. all to pretend pretend to the the future of of voting which often has a lot to do with the presidency so have you heard from the white house is what i'm getting to have you heard from uh from the biden campaign where they said hey justin we need you to help us lock down pennsylvania um and uh, uh i don't think i've i don't think i don't no, i have not okay. and um <laughs> Uh, my, I mean, they're probably buried in the texts that are unread right now. You know, sure. Joe's probably sure. in there somewhere and I'll get to him when yeah. I get to him. I guess no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I, probably, I, I, probably an unknown it is, number. It is important to say this is a historic, <laughs> this is a historic election. Like, I mean, yeah. we've never had two county commissioners in, uh, that are Dems in our, um, county, in our history of our county. We've never had two democratic county commissioners. So, um, it's historic in that way. It's historic in the sense of, you know, the the voter. I believe the voter turnout is in, in some ways historic. Um, certainly, turnout for for Dems. Um, hey, wh- like why just, is this election it's, it's happening now in an, in an off? What's often referred to as an off year. You know, it's off the typical pattern of congressional and uh, senate. Yeah. You know, the every other year. Uh, wh- why why was there a race this year? This is when, so every four years is this, this race happens um, for whatever seats are, it's, are available. It's always, off year. It's always in the odd year then, huh? It's the off-year municipal election for the county. So, um, is there a reason why they don't put the, this with, you know, on the even-numbered years? Uh, you it's know, good, 16, it's a good 18, question. 20, 22, 24, is there a reason? you know you know i'm 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 not sure because in other places like where you're at i mean i think i even was listening to your podcast yesterday uh while i was driving in between polling places you know y'all don't necessarily have an election out there in minnesota yeah i mean like Like school school board election and a referendum thing that i voted for yeah is it yeah yeah but there's no like county um county uh people right there oh we may have just uh may have been gathered up by the forces that make someone uh, be a county commissioner. Well, hey, uh, all of you, thanks thanks for listening to this. I really appreciate Justin jumping right in and um, being able to uh, join us. He, he might pop back on here in, in a second. I can see that he's got something going on on his phone. Um, but the, look, uh, we were saying on the podcast yesterday, you know, oftentimes these elections, unless they're about a particular topic, they don't really motivate people. Um, and the, the good people of Dauphin County, which again is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania, the place where they make the chocolate, that part. Uh, and, and Harris Harrisburg is the capital of Pennsylvania. So it's that, it's that area. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> Justin, I just hey, I'm sorry a little, about a little, that. A little, no problem. I'm, I'm just giving people a little setting. Phone calls, from, 
phone calls from press and uh, continue to go. Yeah, yeah, we've been <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but, but I was just saying the the it's a it's it's I believe that's just the way Pennsylvania, you okay. know does their elections is that, you know, every year there's an election of some consequence, even in the other off years, um, in the sense of like, you know, the, the odd years, there's always yeah. an election. And, and in a lot of ways, it's a great opportunity to keep voters engaged. Um, and just know that, you know, in essence, every six months, there's an election. Uh, so that's in some ways yeah, helpful. And, and, you know, it's a thing that, that certain political, uh, seats and certain political, um, uh, outcomes like on referenda and, and other topics, oftentimes parties that support those want to put them in off years because they feel like they can have more influence on their subset of people and they can yep. across the board. It's a, it's one of the things that some people complain about. And there's actually a whole movement to try to not have so many, both special elections, like something in August or something, but also these off year yeah. ones. There's just a lot of conversations about how do we do voting and and what happens and and when do people think about it? And, you know, we've traveled the country for, for years now talking to people about voting. And a lot of people don't even like even in the even years that aren't presidential years, they're not sure why they're voting for a congressperson. They don't know that House members at the, at the state and Senate level, uh, state and federal level are elected every two years and senators mm -hmm. are elected every six years and the president every four years. People don't. Not everyone. Yep. Not everyone keeps up. And then when you have another four-year term, like you've just won, but that's set on the off years, this can just all get, it It gets a little bit, you know, it, it feels like you're in a math class for people and, you know, people are promised. It's, it's very confusing. No math. Yeah. It's very confusing. And I, I'll say this, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't come from the world of politics. I come from the world of pastoring and, um, and, you know, at times you almost wonder if it's intentionally confusing when I'm having to spend more time explaining why we have three Dauphin County commissioners and what they do. Cause you don't know more than I'm actually explaining what I want to do. Like, yeah. and I think that's part of what my campaign did help people do too, is that we help people understand what a Dauphin County commissioner does. And that gave people, I think, help them feel a little more empowered to be like, Oh, this matters. Like, and, and, you know, sometimes, transparency looks like education, you yeah. know, looks like educating people. And, uh, and that's something that we really tried to emphasize through even just, if you go to our website, you know, douglasfordolphin.com, yeah. you'll even just see, we have a whole page that's just like, Hey, here's what a County commissioner actually I does. It. Like, I love it so much. It's one of the things that I I've worked like, with. and if you do that, I've tried to help people with a bunch of campaigns. And one of the things I always ask them is, will you please make part of your campaign an educational component that tells people yes. not only how they vote, but what you do and yep. how many people currently represent this one voter, right? Obviously a president and a, a house member and two senators. And then you kind of repeat that at the state level with a governor and uh, a senator and uh, a house member. And then you'll have a mayor and then you might have a city council members, but then you also have a county. So now you have county committee. There's a lot of people who represent each and every one of us, right? And yeah. Most people have no idea. I would, I bet, Justin, this happened to you. You went to the door and said, hey, I'm, I'm Justin Douglas. I'm running for, for county commissioner. And people are like, I don't even know what that is. Did that yeah, happen to you? Oh, did that happen to me? That happened yeah. to me almost the majority of the time. Yeah. So, like, I think, I think it's important that, right. you know, I opened with, um, are you aware of what a county commissioner does? I'd love to just give you a brief explanation of what a county commissioner does. 
Um, you know, there's a $381 million budget that runs this county and the county commissioners oversee the flow of those funds and they oversee human services throughout the county. That includes children and youth, the prison, uh, mental health care, all kinds of different uh, things that are happening in our county. And um, here's some of the ways that I think we can do better. And that's kind of, you know, you got to kind of couch what you want to do with also what the job entails. Yeah, right. And um, and so we tried to do that. We tried to be. You know, and obviously the pitch got better the more doors we knocked because we started learning like, oh, this is what voters care about. You know what I mean? This is what this is what's connecting with voters, you know. Um, and so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what the next few days ahead hold. But um, but it's, so when it's do you take office if, if things go as we expect they will with uh, all the final final ballots? When 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 do you start this? Job? January. Okay, January, January 2nd, 3rd, 1st, you know? Like, I believe it's like that first week. I actually asked okay. somebody today and they didn't know. So they weren't sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure we'll that find out. out. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure that out. We'll um, figure that out. <laughs> uh, would, would, would you be good enough to keep up with us on a regular basis? You oh, know, first week in, for maybe, sure. maybe a couple months in, like, hey, what's it like? I would what love are you to. Doing? The, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to check back in and just more be like, here's what I think is interesting about my candidacy. Um, you know, March 1st of this year, I was not planning on running for office. I, I got called by, you know, an organization that that thought I should run for this. And um, that organization is called Run for Something. Um, and then um, went on some soul searching of like, is this something I really want to do, get into politics? Like, um, but I really care about my community and I really feel like there's some opportunities for growth and change. And so we just went all in. And I, I want my story to more be an empowering story of, if you're considering getting into local elections and you feel intimidated because there's just gatekeepers everywhere, mm -hmm. like there are ways to kind of break that glass ceiling. And, um, and I, I hope that, you know, even my journey of like this process all, all the way through now till being, you know, uh, appointed and then um, even serving in the role can be a little bit of like a, a testament to like those people who are maybe feel qualified and skilled, but mm -hmm. maybe they don't feel like, maybe they don't feel like, um, they have, um, the courage to do it or that, that yeah. like, could it really happen or, you know, and, and look, there's a lot of people who took L's before yes. this potential win, you know? So like, I, I want to acknowledge that like, there are a lot of people who did groundwork far before I ever even considered running That's for right. this, that I, that I owe it to. And so, um, so like, this isn't just me, but I do think my candidacy represented something that connected with people. And I think that's just because people want, you know. Yeah. I'm looking back at a text from you from March 30th, uh, when you were like, all right, I'm, go I'm going in and here's, uh, here's, here's what I'm doing. Uh, all right. So I think Justin's now got, uh, calls coming in and they're blocking out his phone as he's chatting with us. So, uh, we're going to let him, uh, uh, let him go. Hope you feel encouraged. Hope you feel encouraged not only as a voter and that you vote common good, um, but that maybe you also run for something. It's got your wheels spinning a little bit. Uh, you'd think about uh, think about running yourself. If you do decide to run, be in touch with us at Vote Common Good. We help people like Justin and others figure out how to run for office. Um, and then once they're running, how to be supported as best we can from our small platform, but just enough to move 42 people maybe. Uh, it's, it's really, uh, it's really quite a, um, a great and magical 
magical story. All right. Thanks for being on the podcast uh, today for, uh, for keeping up with us. This one popped up quick after the win last night. And I really appreciated Justin saying, yeah, I'll be glad to be glad to hop on. So um, uh, thanks for all the comments from people, Tony and Peggy and Danny and Jim. Oh, Danny, I see your comment. Uh, does he understand MMT? I don't know, but to be sure of this, I'll make sure he does. Now he's a county commissioner, so a mon monetary, modern monetary theory just makes a distinction between federal dollars because of the U.S. Treasury that creates the money versus counties. Justin has to spend money that they receive from taxes or from federal grants. It's the only place the money comes from. In his case, federal government, not the same thing. Um, so I'm going to make sure that he uh, knows and understands that um, as he as he talks to people uh, and Alex and Jim and the rest who are in the chat. Uh, so thanks uh, so much. And if you're watching on Facebook, we really appreciate you. Uh, hey, Cla hey, Claire, um, uh, I see your, see your comment too. Thanks for the comment on Facebook. And anybody who's watching this, listening to it anywhere other than on YouTube, we love it when you're over on YouTube just because it helps us with the algorithm. You can't win on the algorithm on Facebook. It's just whatever it is. But you can influence the algorithm over there on, uh, I should probably change that scene. I should probably run some scene that's not, you know, me talking to a fake person over there. Uh, all right. Hey, thanks for being a part of the podcast. Uh, see you over on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or Twitch or all the places where we put this out. And, uh, and there's also audio version if you want to share it with your friends. Uh, thanks. Talk to you uh, tomorrow with the astrophysicist. You know, we start that earlier in the morning, 8 a.m. Central Time. We talk to astrophysicist Paul Wallace about the sky and sciencey stuff. It's mind-blowing. All right. Bye.